Rise with India podcast on ET Now. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the daily morning update from ET Now and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 10th of August. The Nomura India Business Resumption Index for the week ending the 8th of August rose to a record 99.4 amid a decline in COVID-19 cases, suggesting continued swifter than expected recovery from the second wave slump, according to the Japanese financial holding company. They cited a rise in power consumption and improved mobility. The agency said that the index rose to a record high of 99.4 for the week ended the 8th of August from 94 last week uh, near the pre-pandemic level and surpassing the pre-second wave peak. This suggested that the swifter-than-expected recovery from the second wave slump has continued in early August. A bill seeking to abolish as many as nine appellate tribunals, including the Film Certification Appellate Tribunal, was approved by Parliament with the Rajya Sabha passing the proposed legislation yesterday. Replying to a discussion on the bill in the Upper House, Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman rejected the opposition's charge that the legislation undermines the judicial system and asserted that the government fully respects the independence of the judiciary. As per the statement of the objects and reasons of the bill, all cases pending before such tribunals or authorities will be transferred to the commercial court or high court. The Indian Ocean is warming at a higher rate than other oceans, according to the latest report by the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, and this was uh, released yesterday. Scientists are warning that India will witness increased heat waves and flooding, which will be the irreversible effects of climate change. In news in the banking space, four top local lenders, including HDFC Bank and Kotak Mahindra Bank, as well as the Singapore-based DBS Bank, have emerged as top contenders to take over City India's estimated $2 billion retail business, highlighting the competitive intensity for a portfolio built around credit cards, mortgages, wealth management and deposits. Now, India plans to force refineries and fertilizer companies to use some green hydrogen, according to junior oil minister Rameshwar Teli. He said this yesterday. India's draft hydrogen policy will mandate a gradual increase in the use of green hydrogen instead of fossil fuels in refineries and fertilizer plants, Teli told lawmakers in a written reply to questions. He did not give details but noted that green hydrogen is yet to be produced in India on a commercial scale due to the high cost of production. Oil has slid to a three-week low with new waves of COVID-19 raising fears of a slowdown in demand as investors weighed concerns about a pullback in stimulus. Futures in New York ended the day down by more than 2.6%. Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta President Rafael Bostic said the central bank should move to taper asset purchases after another strong month or two of employment gains. At the same time, Chinese air travel dropped the most since early in the pandemic as rising cases of the Delta variant spurred fresh restrictions on movement. And with that, it's over to Rohit Singh for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Rohit. How are we looking today? Good morning, Alex. As we approach higher levels from here, one can see the indecision play out in the market. 
Stocks pulled back from highs yet did not concede ground that it gained last week. The options data suggests a range of 16,500 as the higher end of the trading range. Emphasis in private banks were supporting the index even as Reliance dragged the Sensex. Oil was one of the reasons weighing on the global markets. Crude was near two and a half month lows on worries that restrictions and delays in reopening could impact demand. China also has cut down on July imports, adding to the weakness. The U.S. 10-year bond yield has risen to 1.316 percent, up fifth day in a row. Bitcoins are near the May levels of $45,000. Back home, foreign investors were net buyers in this phase of consolidation on Nifty, lapping up shares worth 212 crore rupees. DIs were net sellers of shares worth about 700 crore rupees. Let's tell you about the active stocks this morning. Car makers will be in focus as reports claim government is considering sharp cuts in import tax rates on electric vehicles. Shri Cement's Q1 profit was higher than estimate, still lower quarter and quarter. Cost of fuel and power rose during this quarter. Indian hotels clocked Q1 loss due to the COVID wave. Occupancy was down just to a quarter. The hotel has also approved a 250 crore rupees fundraise. Vodafone Group is planning to settle the dispute over retrospective tax on transfer of assets, according to news reports in the Economic Times. Tata Group firm Nelco is in talks with Canada's Telesat to ink a pact for launching fast satellite broadband services in India. HDFC Bank has received about 30,000 crore rupees in prepayments in Q1, primarily from companies in commodities and infrastructure sector. To recap, the rebound from lows tells us that the buyers are ready to step in during every decline, but stocks may choose to consolidate at these levels for some more time. That's all from my end. Thank you for listening in. Back to you, Alex. Thanks, Rohit. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthew signing off. Have a great day. The Rise with India podcast on ET Now. 